Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this one, we're going to answer all your biggest FPL Gaming 6 dilemmas. Lots to cover this week, and we're going to cover it all. To have your questions answered, it's really simple. All you need to do is subscribe, and you'll see the post calling for your questions on your feed every Wednesday. Or you can go to the community tab on my channel and find it there. So let's get into it, and a lot of you have liked this one on Alvarez, so I expect it's one you want answered the most. Gaming Experience says, can we say Alvarez is essential now that De Bruyne's out for the rest of the year, and what to do with Chilwell and Jackson? We've got a question on Chilwell later, so let's split that off and focus on Alvarez and Jackson here. So this season, Alvarez can only be beaten by Haaland for points, and he's less than half the price, 8 points behind Haaland playing for the best attack in the league and we've got Pep making statements like he's undroppable and he deserves to be the first name on the team sheet. He's not essential but it's clear why he's become such a great pick. Two goals and five assists in five games and he scored twice in the Champions League this week. One thing worth pointing out is that he is the biggest overperformer in the league. This chart shows points versus expected points and in terms of underlying expected data he's got 2.9 expected goal involvement and seven goal involvements. However, let's also remember that when you're surrounded by world-class talent like Haaland, there's consistent potential to overperform because of how clinical they are. You could set up a 0.2 expected assist opportunity, which Haaland buries, and then you've overperformed by 0.8 XA right there. So Jackson to Alvarez is a really good transfer this week, and it is one that I've made myself. If you're still deciding on the move, wait till the deadline. He has just gone up by 0.1 mil, and he probably won't rise again. And on Saturday's deadline stream, we hopefully get some early confirmation that he starts. Jackson's been racking up the yellow cards as well and he's on 4 now which means if he gets one more yellow he'll be suspended for one game. For Alvarez it's Forest home and then Wolves away, really nice pair of fixtures. Long term the fixtures are a mixed bag, sorted by difficulty here over the next 8, they're 5th from bottom. Shout out by the way to fbl.page which is my website and there's a new feature here we just added, you can sort fixtures by difficulty, it's completely free, fbl.page is the URL, it's a really neat trick for spotting a good block of fixtures. Lots of questions about the Newcastle defence. Drew and Adnan both asked whether it's worth doubling up this week. So as we saw on that ticker, they've got a nice block of fixtures themselves, including their next two against newly promoted Sheffield United and Burnley. 
Last season, they were second best in the league for expected goals conceded, really good defence, and after five games this season, they're fourth, but they've had a really tough opening run. So in a nutshell, doubling up is absolutely viable, and if I wildcard, I will have two. The question is which two? So far, Trippier hasn't done anything to justify the price tag. On the far right column, he barely leads on expected goal involvement compared to the other Newcastle defenders, and we really want him to be likely involved in goals if we're paying that much for him. If you've got the spare money and nowhere better to spend it, then Trippier is the one though. He's on free kicks, he's on corners, one of the best crosses in the league. There's potential for him to be playing further advanced now the fixtures are easier. Beyond that, Botman, Byrne and Shea in that order. We've admittedly only got five weeks of data, but Botman's taken one more shot than Shea and he's created two more chances to Shea zero. Joshua asks how to get Salah without ripping his team apart. So Salah's another one who's looking irresistible at the moment, really want him in my team as well. Unless you've got someone stinking your team up like Trent who can free up a load of money, it's not worth ripping your team apart. There's so many great mids right now. If for example you're a Sun owner and you're looking to sell him and Rashford for Diaby and Salah from minus 4, as an example that has serious potential to backfire, so the only answer really is to wildcard. There were a lot of questions asked about wildcards so I've put one together here. You might have more money than me in the bank as well and able to do better with the likes of Estepinian who I couldn't afford. So double Newcastle defence, Cash and Diaby as well, you've got great long term fixtures. Rashford I'd actually keep, he really impressed me last week and at the end of the day, Man United can be in disarray and still have good FPL assets, both can be the case. Despite the 4-3 loss in the Champions League, both Rashford and Bruno got assists. If you've already wildcarded in a past game week and you can't get to Salah this week, then consider waiting a few weeks till game week 9 when they've got Everton home, Forest home and then Luton away. That gives you three game weeks to shuffle your team around before the fixtures really get good for Liverpool. I'd strongly recommend having a loose plan already to get Salah in game week 9 if you're not wildcarding. So let's have a look at the experts' top transfers this week. The full video will be out tomorrow so make sure you're subscribed. So a lot of them are selling Jackson and Watkins for Alvarez this week. Watkins makes less sense to me than to sell Jackson, but still an understandable one. Watkins has actually been dodging points somewhat like Jackson. 2.3 expected goals this season for Watkins after 5 games, and no goals. After his bench in last game, Chilwell has also been heavily sold here for Botman and Trippier. Martinelli might miss out on game 6 after picking up an injury that ruled him out for game 5, so he's being sold as well. I noticed that in the Champions League, Arteta brought Trossard off early, which I don't think would have been the case if Martinelli's available for Game Week 6. Lastly, a few managers are selling Bruno for Salah. It is a significant upgrade price-wise, but it's worth noting that a couple of experts have pulled the trigger on the wildcard this week as well, which does make the jump easier. So let's talk about Chilwell then. Sassel asks, is Chilwell benching risk now that Modric is back? So Chilwell was benched last game week, he came on and got booked. Very frustrating if you're an owner. It was Mudrick who started in left wing and it was Colwell on left back. Watching the game, Mudrick didn't exactly cover himself in glory. He did have a couple of moments, but it was largely wasteful. I'm not convinced Mudrick starts the next one, but where does that leave Chilwell? Chilwell has played in left wing this season, but it is possible that we see Sterling or Palmer in left wing. So if this happens, then Chilwell would have to start in left back. It seems Chilwell and Mudrick can't start together down the left, something Pochettino's not trusting, perhaps getting in each other's way too much. So the route to starting a left back would mean one of the back four getting dropped, unless he switches to a back three with James returning. So there could be Gusto dropping out if Desassi plays right back. It could be Desassi himself missing out if Colwell and Thiago Silva pairing centre back. Chilwell's just too good to be benching and he is Chelsea's vice captain, so if I was to put an arbitrary number on it, I'd say a 70% chance of starting. And to answer the original question, yeah, he's absolutely a benching risk still. 
Of course, we might also know more by Friday after his press conference, so keep your ear to the ground. Hoy for Life asked Diaby or War Prowse as a fifth midfielder. Yeah, War Prowse has been really good since signing for West Ham. He's yet to blank with two goals and three assists in four games. That said, I would still have Diaby, who is more attacking. He's playing really well himself. Playing like a second striker at times, and he does have better fixtures longer term. Not that West Ham's are particularly bad either. It might even be feasible to have both by getting more Prowse from Gamic 9 or 10 when the fixtures are better. We're always trying to predict where the game's going and I feel like Diaby is a couple of weeks ahead of the curve. Question from Jean-Fran who says, Now that Henry's out for the whole season, who are some good replacements for him this week and going forward? Yeah, I feel really bad for Henry here, injuring his ACL and he now misses the entire season. As far as replacements, the top three are Cash, Botman and Adogi. Botman's better for the next two, Cash is better for really long-term fixtures and he is more attacking. Adogi's great but don't get him if you need to start him in either of the next two. You could punt on a double gimmick defender like Kabore or Bayer, but I'm not convinced it's worth it. On the subject of the double gimmicks, Thomas brought in Morris and he's asked whether it's worth selling him now for Alvarez from minus 4. If you've got him, then I'd keep him. No point selling him now when he's got Wolves at home this week and then a double game week, let alone from minus 4. However, I do think the double gimmick is a bit of a trap. After 4 games played by Luton, Morris has got a non-penalty XG of 0.69. Feels like he's got serious potential to just get 4 points in the double, but if I had him I'd definitely keep. Question from Lucrensink. He says, is it worth taking a hit to take Pickford out if you're planning to wildcard in gaming 8 or 9? I dropped this one to like myself as someone fed up with Pickford. That said, it's not worth a minus 4 to sell him, especially given their next few fixtures are actually a good block of games. Luton home and Bournemouth home in particular. You've come this far as a Pickford owner, so don't take a minus 4, especially right before a wildcard. Ren really wants Alvarez but has Foden and Edison. Yeah, so let's not forget, a lot of people are actually already tripled up on Man City. So Alvarez is impossible to get to without one of them making way. He's wondering if it's worth making two transfers from minus four, one to remove Foden or Edison, the other to bring Alvarez in. I wouldn't do this unless we get a leak that Foden's bench and Alvarez starts on Saturday. Although Foden has not hit the same height so far, he's still a world-class player and he could bang in a fixture like Forest home. So keep hold, don't take the hit. Playing devil's advocate, if there is a leak that Foden's bench and Alvarez starts, he's asking which mids to get. Mbumo, Diaby and Eze are three cheaper ones to look at if you can't afford the likes of Saka. Thanks for all your questions this week. Hit subscribe for tomorrow's experts video and to follow this content every week to guide you through the season. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.